0: I'm Carla
1: and I'm Michael
0: and we're Go Postal Podcast. We're the podcast that tells
2: you stories about what people have done while drunk while also giving you some facts about boobs, booze, and the bizarre in the places where these stories take place.
1: We also have a weekly contest where you tell us where the F I am.
2: So join us for some drinking, learning, and laughing.
1: You can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
0: Find us online at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook
2: at GoPostalPodcast. And send us your drunk ramblings and anecdotes.
1: You can also email your stories to GoPostalPodcast at gmail.com. Auf Wiedersehen. Ciao. Four, three.
2: Hey, everybody! This is Daniel.
1: and I'm Daniel,
2: and I'm Carla, and we are Hoosier Homicide, a true crime podcast by Hoosier. A bad <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> like the Podcast. We're from New York. For anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is, it's because this script I've been reading, I've been reading it in accents. Unfortunately, you can do that in my head. It doesn't come out <laughs> good, but in my head, I was I was reading it. In do you ever an turn accident. on
3: Morgan Freeman in your head? I do that
2: sometimes. <laughs> does it give you more direction in life? Yeah, it does. It's a solid feeling in your soul when Morgan Freeman is talking to you. Mm-hmm. How are you, Daniel?
1: I'm well. Thanks for asking. That's good. I had to go to fucking Kohl's today.
2: From Kohl's. Kohl's is a department store.
1: Because it's...
2: It's picture day.
1: <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, yes. Your tomorrow's work tomorrow's is... picture day, yes. At work.
3: We His... had picture day one day. His so... yearbook photo.
1: yes. And it's, what, two weeks away from Christmas? hmm So it was a fucking madhouse.
2: I always forget that. Mm-hmm. Cole's, like, packs in some random stuff.
1: Uh They put all, like, they moved all the toys by the men's dress clothes, which I have <laughs> no idea why you'd ever do that. Because no one cares
2: what then, men look like. Well,
3: because then the dad goes in, and they're like, shit, I should get something for the kids. Yep.
1: I guess. I did the exact opposite. I said, who the fuck put this fucking toy <laughs> section here?
2: People were camped out going through stuff in the aisles. I love the
3: holidays. I really do. No one's with me on that one. I always liked Christmas and stuff. I do. Never did any of the Christmas things growing up. No, we didn't. No. <laughs> no, like, we did a like real what? tree every year.
1: Like what are you talking about?
3: Could never get anyone to put up the tree. No one wanted to do it with me.
1: Oh, okay.
2: She's pouting. You will tell you And
1: then
3: pouting. all my no, friends' sense. houses were beautiful and had Christmas they, lights. They decked their halls. They all got eons of presents.
2: Eons. Mom's like, here's a pair of socks. <laughs> Here, Santa hung your training bra on the Christmas tree one year. <laughs> Fucking thanks, Santa, thanks. That happened? Oh yeah, it did happen. I don't remember that. It was my my training bra. <laughs> Why are you (laughs) smirking? (laughs) Because
1: none of this surprises me. Yeah, (laughs) that's just none of this surprises me.
2: But now we have the boss, the three and a half year old boss that comes in and tells people. Oh, it wouldn't matter. My house is beautiful. She tells us when to do it and where to do it. Not me. Shouldn't tell you what to do.
1: Well, not with the Christmas decorations. Oh no, she (laughs) tells
2: your mom and my mom. Like, where is it? Snap, snap.
1: Like, my mom goes all out and decorates the inside of her house. Yeah,
2: I think that's awesome. She didn't act like she wanted to this year.
1: She just... Well, okay. So, it used to be she was, like, that weekend after Thanksgiving, she'd do it when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And then, as we grew up, graduated, and left, she only does it, like, two weeks prior to Christmas. Mm -hmm. But she spends, like, an entire day decorating.
2: We spent an entire week trying to find the Christmas ornaments.
1: I always set out with good intention, like I'm going to do a bunch of stuff, and then it's like, I don't know what more to do. (laughs) We don't don't have an outlet in front of our house, so I can't put lights outside. Now there's ways around it, but
3: nope, obnoxious.
1: The very little time I have off, it's like I don't want to spend it figuring out how to put fucking Christmas lights up. Yeah, and it's
3: not very warm outside.
1: No, Mm -mm. and then by time it's like I have time to do it, it's like, well, you know, it's two weeks prior to Christmas. Is it really worth all the work for?
2: Is it two two weeks?
1: weeks? Is it a little over two weeks?
2: I know she gets a month off school because all her a ex- two weeks. A collegiate academics have worn her out. <laughs> two weeks. It's three, man.
1: Is it? Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was three just is the not w- a
2: month. Just it is a month. You know. Three weeks is a month. It's it's really.
3: Are not, you sure? I on. thought it was
1: the week before Christmas, the week of Christmas. They don't go back to
2: January eighth.
1: Oh no shit! <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: And your mind I'm not was like, going back to work
3: until January eighth.
2: Yeah, your mom was like, Oh, they sent a correction out to correct a calendar. We, I haven't got that calendar. And she's like, It says on the calendar they go back the 3rd of January. And it's like, Just kidding. They go back the 8th. So, oops. Yep. Whatevs. And mom goes to Chicago tomorrow. Have fun.
3: For Have how fun? long?
2: A week? Five days? She'll be back on Friday. A year? <laughs>
1: a, do, <laughs> a year? To do the devil's work, work for the U.S. government.
3: You got to do nope. what you got to do, man.
2: They wouldn't give me a job because mom had a job and I was related to her.
3: <laughs> you lost a job to your mom. I should have
2: lied. I was like, you can't lie to the federal government. Want a bet? Want a bet? <laughs> and I, did, I didn't lie. I didn't. No, good, good job.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you and your mom both couldn't have gone to, could not have gone no. to Chicago for five. Well, days. it could have been
2: different no. things to be trained for. Like I, when she did the census uh, ten years ago, did she go to Chicago then?
3: No, but she was doing different work.
2: Yeah, it depends on what you get
1: drafted for. She was, like,
3: I think she was, like, um, seasonal.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they needed people
3: specifically for the census.
1: And she's getting, like, a permanent position, I think.
3: Yeah, it is. She'll have, like, cases she works on.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, she'll be, like, this is a thing for a while. So is she not going to do, is she not going down to Columbus anymore? She's doing both. Really? And I
3: quote, I will
2: work till I'm dead. (laughs) Mom said that or you did? Mom said that. Oh, you probably should try saying that too.
1: <laughs> well, she has something in common with my dad. I'm going to yeah. work till I die.
3: Yeah. And then I'm like, Man. do I need to come babysit dad? She's like, I'll make my bed up for you. I'll make my bed up. <laughs> like, okay.
2: <laughs> as a joke, as I dropped her kid off, I was like, I'll come back probably. And dad goes, oh, no, you have to come back. Oh, no. Mom's leaving. Oh, no. You have to come back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We watched Evil Geniuses.
2: Yes. We're a little behind on that, maybe. Wait, was that the one with the bomb? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I that, heard the it, collar bomb? I heard it didn't end good. No. It never, if you have a
3: collar what do you bomb mean, like, on you. The, with with think, the
1: guy wearing the bomb or just well, in general? I just
3: think, someone I was talking to just say there was no closure at the end. Oh, because, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, because it's right. kind of, uh, like to it's say, questionable whether or not the guy that got blown up, it's questionable, his involvement in it.
2: Like, did you know when they were putting the bomb on you? Were you okay with it? The were only thing that's
1: weird about it is when he's in the bank, he has this cane that's actually a shotgun they built for him. But he's, like, spinning it around on his hand, and he's he's seeming pretty whimsical. He eats a sucker
2: at the bank. Yeah. Like-
1: so it's kind of like, mm, if you really weren't in on this and... So,
2: yeah, you'd probably. And they didn't, you know, if they wanted the money, they didn't give him enough time. But he to also like kind of seems like bank. the guy.
1: If they said, "Look, this is a fake bomb. You're going to get this money. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you part of the money for doing this. So all you have to do is walk through, da 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 da, get the money. We'll get you and we'll pay you.
2: Then that makes more sense. And maybe he
1: thought, okay. Because they said he was completely fine. I mean, while he's sitting Mm -hmm. out there, he's completely fine. I mean, we don't want to, I guess, say too much about it. Just in case you haven't watched it. I I I haven't seen it, but
2: I I know what
3: we're
1: talking about. It's really good.
2: The podcast True Crime Obsessed with an ED, they cover it. And I don't know if it's Patreon or not, but I know they talk about it. And they do a funny analysis (laughs) of it. But actually, the reason I picked this case is because it has similarities to that one. Interesting. And a much more dumbed down version
3: well wouldn't similar be the guy that
2: there's the? No the
3: well didn't that guy rig himself to a uh, the other guy and walked him down the street with oh yeah dead?
2: tony kritsis yeah that was the dead man's line we did that one
3: mm-hmm. i just think that's yeah
2: the same hostage like yeah it, yeah it's weird it's like in this one he was a hostage from and from a distance and like this thing was beeping on him and they didn't give him enough time like if you really wanted that money from that bank he had to go on like a scavenger hunt from like to get different keys to unlock everything. Almost like the saw type feel to it is what it reminded me of. I don't know if you've seen the original Saw movies. It's like, you know, where you have to cut open a human right. to get the key out of their intestines, like to get this thing off of you.
3: I can't watch scary things anymore.
2: <laughs> so it's like that, but they didn't give him enough time. Like the bomb's gonna go off before I can even give you your money. Right. And it's like, so was this just cause you were bored? Sounds like it, yeah. but it's interesting. It's well done.
3: Are you? You said you. Wa- you made it sound like there was more than one. Are they doing a second season or something?
1: Mm-mm. It's a series. It's a series, <laughs> but there's. I don't think there's, there's four a, of them. I mean, I don't know. They could do. They could do another one, but yeah, what The topic. It was is. a guy,
2: a journalist of some sort, had been talking to the main woman involved for years and years and years. Okay. Like, I don't know, if he, like, they're friends, but he knew she was guilty type of thing. So, I don't know if he's placating her and not upsetting her so that she'll write him and he'll record every conversation. So, he's um, really yeah. became, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, man, and she's a hard woman to pretend to like, I feel like, right?
1: She comes off, I mean, like a fucking derelict.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
1: And she's not, she's very, she's highly intelligent.
2: But really nuts.
1: Yes.
3: I think sometimes they go hand in, in hand. hand. <laughs> it's a beautiful oh, marriage. Oh, that's one. Anything else happened to you this week? Mm, I think I drank too soon before getting healthy.
2: Oh, because you were kind of sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you spent how much time in bed?
3: A lot. A lot. A lot. So, lesson learned. <laughs> yep.
2: Till you forget it next week?
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on a Christmas bar call next week. So, how does that? Was it bars dressed up didn't for Christmas? did you
1: say you were gonna start drinking less? Yes,
3: and I only drank one night this weekend.
1: How much did you drink? Mm-hmm.
2: You probably didn't have to drink that much because you'd have been sick. Yeah, I still did though.
1: Binge drinking once a week is still not good for you.
2: Okay, Dad. Just,
3: oh, he is. Okay, everyone dead. else in my age does it. Everyone's doing it.
1: Oh, okay. And I wanna get I, my took pierced, of- I can. Okay. <laughs>
3: I took a two and a half week break, and I did it to save money. So okay, because remember, um, we we're talking about previous cases that we've covered. The Speedway bomber, yeah, actually turned out to be um, a person injured from the bomb who lost his leg. Actually turned out to be my friend's uncle. Yes, you started to tell me this, and I only recently knew that because his girlfriend was like, "I was listening to your podcast, and you covered the Speedway bomber, and Jake's uncle." doesn't have a leg because of that
2: man i was like
3: shit okay that's nuts so <laughs> these mics pick up even the softest of whispers. well i just thought that was interesting it is another connection mm-hmm. i'm surprised i didn't put two and two together
2: but mm-hmm. what was another weird connection we had the other day someone messaged us on twitter saying that they were listening to us and they were born in St. Francis also. <laughs> That's the <laughs> same hospital, all of us. And you're like, okay, weird, but cool. Thanks. Well then, but I he had Ron Colley as like his what do you call it? Your Twitter profile, or something. Mm-hmm. So I showed the name to mom and she goes, Oh yeah. I went to school with his dad. And I hung out with his aunt a lot. I spent a lot of time at his grandparents' house. And I was just like, oh, and Carla graduated with his sister. And I was like, the But then fuck? you texted me, yeah,
3: that guy's name, and
2: I said, yeah, mom knows it's that guy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, the Southside inbreeding ripple effect happened just from a random person I've never talked to on Twitter before, just saying hey and showed the name to my mom, and it's like, oh yeah, we all know each other. I was like, thank God we're not related because that would have felt real weird, real quick, real weird, real weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's funny.
3: Yeah. So shout out. That is funny though when you sent their name to me, I was like, yeah, mom knows their dad.
2: Mm-hmm. I just. Yeah, and then mom kept going.
3: And, and then I mean, his we, were musicals, mom, we were in musicals. We were in
2: musicals together. And I'm just like, See, we what? used to walk home
3: from school together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just kept going. I was like, where am I? My head.
3: Like I opened, so I
2: opened Pandora's box. All the inbreeding, and then they'll go to wrong oh, They'll marry someone from Roncalli and they'll have kids, and they'll send them to Roncalli and they'll meet their spouse there, and the fishbowl just gets smaller and smaller and more and more intolerant. That's what's happening. You and me aren't doing that. Well, no, I had to order a husband online, and I only got as far as Greenwood. That's
3: pretty
1: well, true. Well, in all fairness, Carla, you still haven't gotten married yet, so you it's could not be. too late. They, they say
3: you meet your soulmate before you turn 16 or something Who's like they? that. The internet. I didn't meet him before. You no, could, we could have, have met we each could other. Have.
2: We could have, yeah. I
1: doubt it, though.
3: You could have been in the same place at the, the same, same time. time.
1: Well, you might be been in the same place with the same time as someone you went to high school with and you just don't know it.
2: Exactly. So, so there's still time for you to marry someone I know, from high school. I know, but I'm not trying to. And breed and then send them to Roncalli.
3: I'm not going to do that, I don't think.
2: Okay. Begin. I can do this. The connection, I believe, is evil genius. Okay, cool. In a weird, just kind of coincidental way, but no bombs. E. Eh. no bombs. We like it that way. Is it Canadian? No, but I feel like I just was using a lot of voices in my head this time, probably because <laughs> they're hillbillies.
1: They're so, hillbillies. So, are they Canadian hillbillies? They, so no, no,
2: a- it's farther south. I feel like Canadian hillbillies are pretty classy. I don't know why, it just feels like yes, that. Yes. A step above us, mm-hmm. nicer too. Paoli, Indiana. Paoli Peaks. No, is that in Indiana? Is that the one yes. skiing place? Yeah, there's How Perfect far?
3: North and there's Paoli Peaks. I've only I, ever been to Perfect North.
2: I feel like I went to Paoli Peaks, but now I'm not sure. How far is that from I mean, us? it's got
3: to be like an hour and a half or something like type that. Type it in. An hour and 41
2: minutes. Man, it looks farther south. What about Orange? Type in Orange County, Indiana. There, we have an Orange County. I know. <laughs> I was like, what?
3: I got to type this all out if I want it to come up. This just It's not even a thing that's going to come up on the map. Oh, there we go. Do you made me pull up a map that's to the exact same place. Just checking. <laughs> um, looks like uh, um, Orange County holds Paoli Peaks and it looks like part of Hoosier National Forest.
2: Okay, so it's still about an hour and a half.
3: Yeah, but got it
2: from Central Indiana.
3: From Central Indiana,
2: yeah, South. So this is South. You're welcome. <coughs> Barely, but still. All right, so that's what's happening, Paoli. Indiana.
3: And for those of you that don't understand, you can go skiing. In two places. In two places in Indiana. But let me tell you, it is a glorified hill. And they make their own
2: snow sometimes. They make
3: their own snow. And it takes about 15 seconds to get down the hill.
2: (laughs) So if you want to become a professional skier. You you can
3: because Nick Gepper did that.
2: he did. Here, I'm practicing on like dirt and shit. Mm -hmm. Yep, you can do it. With a little motivation, anything. is What's possible. the thing? All the bodies on top of Mount Everest were once highly motivated individuals. Why would you say
3: that? <laughs> <laughs> I've read that.
2: <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> but I've read that. That's not for me. <laughs> See, that helps me keep a baseline of like me motivation. I, I don't want to end up I on Mount Everest.
3: I would not have been surprised if you said that to me before I went to Colorado. Yeah. You like planting things like that in my brain before I go places.
2: Okay. As John Thacker made his way home just after midnight on Saturday, November 2nd, 1984, he came across a pine log blocking Quallen Bush Road. It's starting early, but it's just that (laughs) one. Quallen Bush Road, about a half mile south of State Road 56, east of Paoli, Indiana. He was just 200 yards from the driveway to his trailer home as he got out of his truck to move the log so he could pass, which is what we would all do. Mm-hmm. In an instant, shots were fired and John fell to the road beneath him, dead. Within 30 minutes, Orange County Sheriff's deputies were on the scene and found John dead where he was struck by a 12-gave shotgun deer slugs, which I don't know how deer slugs are different than regular slugs. How what? Deer slugs are different. Than what? I don't know. Shotgun regular shotgun.
1: Uh the the little ball bearings or whatnot inside the actual slug is different. Oh, okay. Like a bird shot, like mm-hmm. they're all real small mm. buckshots <coughs> larger.
2: Makes sense. Yep. Before twenty-four hours had passed, police had pieced together a poorly laid plan cooked up by John's twenty-six-year-old wife, Lois A. Thacker. It was a point. Pl- <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking of family guy. Maybe that's why there was weird voices in yeah. my head. It was a plan for murder that Lois thought would set her free from her marriage she hated and put $100,000 in insurance money in her pocket. You
3: guys, that never works. It never works.
2: (sighs) Except when it does work, so. Orange County Sheriff Lieutenant Tony Underwood said investigators determined that as John stepped from his pickup truck, which was still running in the road when deputies arrived, three men were on the west side of the road lying in wait as he moved the log and started to stand up. He was shot in the back and then shot at point-blank range in the head. So all he did was get out of his truck to move a log that was preventing him from driving the 200 yards to his driveway. And someone shot him the moment like he moved the log, and as he's standing up, he got shot. So never get out of your car. A couple in their early 20s told police they came upon John's body lying in the road in the front of his truck near the log. The couple had been parking... so either making out or doing it or both in the area and did not hear the shots because the car radio was up just a little too loud or they're making a lot of loud noises. Can you just picture loud st- noises. <laughs> the steamy <laughs> inside of whatever type of car they were driving? Probably a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> they find his body and they don't have cell phones, so you have to go to the nearest home to get a phone which happened to be the Thatcher trailer.
3: I was going to say, they would just go to his house. Yeah,
2: it was. His house was the closest house. When they entered the trailer, they saw a relaxed Lois Thatcher lying on the sofa under a blanket. She told them she didn't have a phone, and they would have <laughs> to go somewhere else to call for help. Thatcher's sister, 18-year-old Connie L. Busick, was also present and seemed disinterested as well when the couple was reporting about a dead body in the road. Now, this reminded me when we found our dead body. You Except guys found a dead body? No, he wasn't dead. But we, I was driving because it was our first New Year's together. I think so. And we were in, we went to a party and I didn't drink and you did. And so I was driving a big truck home. Responsible it, adult school. Yes, a responsible adult. And coming around the roundabout, stupid thing, there was a truck with a trailer pulled over and I'm like slowing down. Is this down. where I'm picturing? Plainfield, mm-hmm. as I'm slowing down, I'm like, Oh, there's a body in the road. It's <laughs> like, Daniel, there's a body. And so, we pull over to like get out. And this guy's like, Stand. And once we get out, there's another guy standing over this guy. And we realize he's just really drunk <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and
1: covered in blood and vomit, vomit and
2: gross. Oh, so, he had wandered, he was a wanderer. You were really comforting him. You were there to help.
1: He's gonna be okay, buddy. He said a lot, he said that a
2: lot. <laughs> be okay, guy. Daniel is a nurturing individual, and he cares about... I get that. That's part of the Virgo. (laughs) Yeah. The Virgo. Yeah. He is a Virgo, man. Mm -hmm. So, Daniel was very helpful. The other guy was already talking to the police. Plainfield is small with a very nice police department. They were there quite quickly, but so were his friends. One woman was wearing wearing a very large diamond ring. I remember that going, hot damn. Who are you with around here that can (laughs) afford that? But... They were like, he's a wanderer. It's okay. We'll take him. Don't arrest him. <laughs> so he's the type of person that gets drunk and... Wanders. I have one of the those. Party. Yeah, it's a... Cleaner.
1: Yeah. No, he told he told the cop that his friends dumped him.
2: I thought, well, that was
1: their story. <clears throat> if you're
3: puking and pissing on yourself, you they might. Yeah,
2: they might have. That was her story was that he walks away, but he had no coat on, so it would make more sense if he got pushed out of a car, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Man, I'd be pissed if that happened to me.
2: Todd. That's his name. Todd. Todd. Poor Todd. Todd yep god bless you todd anyway so if someone came up to your house and said there's a body in the road like i would be up in a heartbeat to see what even if i don't want you'd to have see your flashlight you'd have your phone yeah have- i would have to i would need to know even to get close i'd have to make eye contact with the body to know what is going on especially that close to my house so they weren't concerned at all no they're like you're gonna have to go get a phone elsewhere because um we don't got one sorry damn Lieutenant Underwood said that as police questioned Lois and Connie, that they got conflicting stories but finally came up with two guys from Salem, Indiana.
3: Did you know there was a Salem, Indiana? There's a everywhere, everywhere. We're a repeater. This whole country We go to a, the same city in every country, in every state.
2: Where is Salem, Indiana, so I can go?
3: Give me a second. It's an hour and a half away from here. And it's not that far from Paoli. Okay, there you go. Okay, so
2: two guys from Salem, Indiana, 17 year old Donald Buchanan Jr. and 24 year old James Hart. Both men were picked up late on Saturday and gave statements implicating themselves. Police also detained Lois and her 17 year old cousin, Matthew Music, which is That's just pleasant. beautiful. Matthew Music. It's in a beautiful alliteration. <laughs> That's why we have Hoosier Homicide. That's it, I mean. So these suspects, as you might have guessed, could not hold up well under. Initial police questioning. Police learned that Lois had taken out a $100,000 li- in life insurance policy on John just two months earlier. Two months.
3: Couldn't wait very long, huh?
2: And that the couple had significant marital problems. John was employed at the Essex Corporation in Orleans, Indiana, where he built and repaired water pumps and was...
1: Orleans is where my brother-in-law's family owns that cemetery.
2: Oh yeah. So that's where my sister's
1: supposedly oh. getting buried and it's like, Well, when you die, I don't plan on going back to seeing you after the the burial.
2: If I have to drive that far, I'm not coming back. Aren't we just lovely? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know where that cemetery was. Hmm. Hmm. So he built and repaired water pumps and was the father of three children from a previous marriage. He had only been married to Lois for
3: a year. Less. Nine months.
2: Seven months when he was killed. So she'd Damn. been married for seven months, but five months in, she got $100,000 life insurance policy taken out on him. Damn. As investigators pieced together what had happened, it became clear that Lois was the mastermind and had promised the men money to help kill John with little convincing required. Orange County Prosecutor Daryl F. Ellis felt he had enough information to avoid a costly trial. A plea agreement was offered to Lois, but she refused. Despite knowing some of her co-conspirators were cooperating with prosecutors. So she's got people saying she's guilty and the prosecutors she's guilty, I'm guilty. Everyone's guilty. But she's like, no, no, no. They those sheep are liars. <laughs> <laughs> They're all lying.
1: All 12 of Ooh, them. Those sheep are liars.
2: <laughs> so she thinks
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Do you know the joke? No. <laughs> I'm not going to tell it to you.
3: Please, what is it?
1: Oh, I thought you didn't want to hear it.
3: No, I just, like, I never know anything. <laughs> so,
1: there's this traveling salesman, and he's traveling along, and his car breaks down in the middle of the night. and He has nowhere to stay, so it's... He comes up on this old farmhouse, and he knock, goes up and knocks on the door and says, you know, sir, my car's broke down out here. I, I need a place to stay for the night. And I goes, well, you can't stay in here, but I tell you what, I'll fix you up in my barn. and you can stay there overnight. The next morning, the farmer comes to wake up the guy, and... Uh, Oh, how'd you sleep? He goes, good, but I had the most strange experience. He goes, the animal started talking to me. Yeah. He said, yeah. First, the pigs tell me about how you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is walk over and put their feet out. Yeah, that's true. And then the horses say you come out and you, you let them run and you you clean up their shoes. Oh, yep, yep, that's right. And the cow said, then after that, you walk up and uh, you milk her and you, you feed them. And oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then the sheep, those sheep are liars. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a Gilbert Godfrey joke. I okay. Like that. Maybe that's not his joke, but that's.
2: he said Yes. Well, wow. <laughs> sheep are liars.
1: Do yourself a favor and go watch Gilbert Gottfried dirty jokes.
2: Yes. Okay. Does he read 50 Shades of Grey? Is that a thing? That
1: that's another thing they do. Here. <laughs> okay, so bye. So, <laughs> here's here's something you didn't think you'd have clips. Yeah, Gil- I don't... So, when 50 Shades of Grey came out, they came out with this spoof about, you know, women like or people liking audiobooks and so then you could read have <laughs> 50 Shades of Grey. <laughs> By Gilbert Gottfried. I
3: can't, Godfrey. really can't.
2: <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I, mean, I I tried to read one of those books.
3: I like the movies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They're pretty dumb, but I'm I kind no, of a fan I'm of corny movies.
2: The Christmas movies.
3: Audible.com presents Fifty Shades of Grey, the
4: erotic best-selling novel read by Gilbert Gottfried. My inner Goddess has stopped dancing and is staring too open mouth and drooling slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still he orders and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around stroking the front wall of my vagina.
1: <laughs> Stop it!
4: Fisting you say. Anything else you object to? I agree to the fisting, but I'd really like to claim your ass.
3: Famed voice actor Gilbert Gottfried gives a reading that can only be described as sensual.
4: Holy fuck is this wrong? But holy hell, is it erotic.
3: Let Christian Grey seduce you
4: over and over again. Through the voice of Gilbert Gottfried. But when he hits my (laughs) clitoris, I cry out loudly. Oh, please, I groan. Quiet, he orders. Not taking his eyes off mine, he scrunches my panties in his hand, holds them up to his nose, and inhales deeply.
3: What the fuck?
4: And touch my breasts. And my nipples pucker. This touch. Oh, shit, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only picture,
0: so picture uh, Iago
3: from Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: yep. that's...
2: Look at me, I'm molting. <laughs> so the sheep, Lois is pretty sure that the sheep are lying. <laughs> so she thinks she can go to trial without taking a plea. It opened in Jasper, Indiana in May of 1985 with prosecutor- Jasper, it's like two hours south of here and West of Paoli. I, I don't, looked. I don't... Okay, thanks. With prosecutor Ellis seeking- The death penalty. The death penalty. The
1: death penalty.
2: Among the key witnesses the state had lined up against her was Donald, who had already pleaded guilty to a charge of conspiracy to commit murder and received a 30-year sentence. These are already people I'm, that's part of my plea deal. Like, I get less time if I tell you, tell the truth, the truth, against you at your trial. She's dumb. Yeah. However, jurors in this case would not be hearing about the fact that Lois had admitting to sh- the shooting death of her first husband.
3: Oh, come Philip on. Philip Huff
2: in February of 1983.
1: What was that? Your Facebook.
3: Oh, oh my God.
1: I know. <laughs> like So rude. You should... You
2: Come on. Okay, sorry. So...
3: <laughs>
1: you better be.
2: She shot her first husband in 1983 and claimed self-defense. It was cleared in his death and collected five grand in life insurance payout. So I guess she figured it worked once, it can work twice.
3: She shot him and they were able to prove it wasn't her?
2: That it was self-defense. And I didn't find... Like, this case is not as long and there's not as much information on everything. And I thought for sure that, you know, Investigation Discovery would have done one of their billion spinoffs with... You know, like mm-hmm. swamp murders, Southern High Ho- Pride Homicide. Something would have connected to this and I did not find anything. Interesting. So someone needs to get on that. To testify first was the young couple that discovered John's body, followed by the a pathologist who testified that John suffered a massive open wound to the left side of his back when first shot, a wound so severe he would have bled to death in less than five minutes. He also suffered a close range shot to the skull that blew off a large portion of the side of his head and Jesus. forehead. Yeah. So, it so was that's like a, what they
3: came up upon.
2: Yeah. Shotgun to the face, basically, or, you know, to the top of the head. But those do so much damage at point blank range. Uh, the police located the 12 gauge shotgun used to kill John broken into three parts after suspect Hart led them to it. So they have the murder weapon, too. And like three people confessed and admitted and said, sure, I'll testify. Just don't leave me in prison for the rest of my life. Prosecutors also called John's first wife a You'll get testify. out when
1: you're 75.
3: Hey, those are the best years of your life,
2: right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We found out some people like prison. Yeah. They do, yeah. Especially part. if you're a homeless or a drug addict yeah. like before. Yeah, that's part of it was with the evil genius that people, the, someone who eventually ends up in prison was like, you know, I got, I got my beds in a bed and I get uh, three meals a day and, it's, and you know, it's not so bad. And you're like, <laughs> okay. okay, good, well, okay, okay. Glad, glad you're comfortable. So prosecutors called John's first wife to testify. She stated that Lois had threatened to kill John if he was ever unfaithful to her, just as she had killed her first husband. So the jury's not allowed to know that she killed her first husband. It's inadmissible in court.
3: Yeah, Well, it's not relevant. To yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it is, it is, but, it, but they're going to say it's not. Yeah. So the Judge Hugo C. Songer ordered jurors to disregard that remark. Okay. because it was hearsay. I was like, if someone tells me, don't remember what you just heard, I'll be like, 100%. I'm going to oh, we'll remember I will never forget that. that. And for the rest of my life, we'll remember that statement. <laughs> uh, but he refused the defense's motion for a mistrial. So the defense is saying, oh, see, we told you someone would say it. And now there needs to be a mistrial. And the judge is going, yeah, yeah, we're fine. I told them to forget it. And they, they would listen to me. I'm a judge. Connie, Lois's sister, had pleaded guilty to a lesser charge and received a five-year sentence. So she was involved as well? Yeah, like she was part, you know, being there just makes you guilty. Yeah. So, you know, the trailer's probably not very big. And if they're conspiring to commit a murder and she was there and you didn't tell anyone, you're guilty. She also testified at trial, stating that she had engaged in sexual affairs with not one, but both of her sister's husbands. Jesus Christ as well as being present during a meeting at the Thacker trailer on November 1st, 1984, when Lois had gathered Donald, James, and their cousin Matthew to begin planning her husband's murder. Connie said her sister did not approve of a suggestion made by her to strike the victim over the head with a blunt object. Lois said she wanted it done with a deer slug because Philip was killed that way. (laughs) Which worked was before. Which again, they're like, you can't say Philip's name. They're like, quit it. Uh, the people keep bringing it up was, that seems dumb though like you wouldn't want your two husbands to be killed the same way yeah cause but then I, they
3: just are like oh you're you're literally becoming a serial killer yeah man, like so you have you an kill M.O. people
2: lois was okay with connie having sex with her husbands because she wanted her sister to ha- carry a baby for her okay lois was not unable to get pregnant though like she had kids
3: <laughs> i hate this <laughs>
2: Connie did get pregnant by one of the men, but told jurors she decided to obtain an abortion rather than turn the child over to her sister. So basically, she just wanted to fuck her sister's husband. <laughs> okay, then. But it reminded me of Shameless when the mom is trying to carry a baby for her daughter, but yeah. by just sleep because they can't well, they don't afford... don't
3: have money to do like, artif-
2: or, like the artificial... In vitro, or yeah. So they're just like, we just got to do it the old-fashioned way. <laughs> <laughs> Connie affirmed that she and her sister calmly watched TV as they heard the two shots outside the trailer. Moments later, Donald and Matthew came rushing in. Donald was crying and asking why I let him do it. And I told him that I had told him not to do it. (laughs) But he said I didn't try hard enough to convince him. So that's Connie saying the the guy's like, why'd you let me do this? But I told you not to do it. Okay, but But you only said it like once once or or twice. twice. You had to like really try to keep me from killing people. You didn't try (laughs) hard enough. The men handed over John's wallet and some shotgun shells to Lois. So then she has evidence. I don't know what she did with the wallet. I think she threw away the shotgun shells. The co-conspirators testified next and admitted that the shooting death of John Thacker on November 4th had actually been preceded by a failed attempt to kill him in the same manner the night before. Jesus. so i don't know if he came up to a log in the road two nights in a row (laughs) with it like it's not funny but the second time you get out and go why the fuck is this log here again who keeps putting this here i'm gonna i'm gonna get rid of this log i would seriously consider that the log had a mind of its own at that point the second time
3: so maybe it's just moving itself
2: (laughs) donald said lois asked him repeatedly if he knew anyone who could kill her husband john James, who had no deal yet, hoped his testimony would help reduce pending charges against him. He said he helped drag the log across the road and backed up Donald's claim that it was the 17-year-old Matthew who did the shooting. 17. Damn! Throw him under the bus. Matthew Music stated, "I shot and killed John,
1: but I did not shoot the deputy.
2: But I'm a reasonable person, not a killer. I don't go out and kill people just to have something to do you for a hobby. Long enough to say that? No. It could become a hobby." Lois testified that she had nothing to do with the plot to kill her husband and that she had loved him from the time she was 13 years old. Okay. Okay. Jurors got the case on May... Well,
1: see, Carla was right. You do meet him before you're 16. You do. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jurors got the case on May 17th, 1985 and deliberated for how long?
3: Uh, Four hours.
2: Less. Two hours? 90 minutes. Shit. 90 minutes on a death penalty trial before returning a guilty verdict. Not only did she turn down a pretrial offer for a plea agreement, she also refused to allow jurors to consider a lesser offense, such as assisting a criminal. So I don't know if this is the fault of her defense attorney to say, like, you need to put other options in there. Like, the jury wants to find you guilty. If the only option that they're given is guilty and first degree murder, death penalty, then that's what they're going to go with. But if you don't give them, they're like, she's guilty, but we don't think she deserves this. We're going to go with this lesser charge. Jesus. So I don't know if they're, why there was no lesser offense. Because it isn't. She didn't pull the trigger. It could have been something lesser. Yeah. But again, <clears throat> maybe if she had taken the deal. Lois Thacker was born into a troubled southern Indiana family in 1958. Her father, she says, was an illiterate alcoholic but held a job in a chair factory. I don't know. He tested it. them. <laughs> chair <laughs> tester. This one's good. This is good. That would hurt, Seeing up and down, testing chairs all day. Yeah, well,
3: Okay. Side story. I don't know why, I'll never forget this, but um my friend in grade school, his her older brother got like got entered into this competition at I think which was Verizon at the time or mm-hmm. Deer Creek. Oh yeah. Where it, the competition was like whoever can sit in this all of the seats the fastest win.
2: Like just to stand like up. Like one and- boom, 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 boom. All boom. the seats in the like in the, the theater. Yeah.
3: He won. <laughs> and then he- got two free tickets to see I think Jessica Simpson but then and he was gonna no he won like free tickets to every concert that summer or something like that you
2: just gotta stand up so he was gonna take my
3: friend to see Jessica Simpson but then their grandma died I just that's a
2: very that's a very random story but (laughs) I'll never
3: forget but
2: he had to sit in every down over and over yeah and he did
3: it the fastest and apparently his butt hurt afterwards I would think so
1: (laughs) man (laughs)
3: we <laughs> got concert tickets
1: can you imagine sitting in all those seats
3: no and i think and
1: then losing <laughs> yeah and i
3: think the fastest method was just to like sit and don't use your hands oh so like ab thigh yeah
2: i get hurt sitting down here i sit on that armrest and i have a big bruise and then a, our daughter came over to head and sat down. she goes i'm gonna have a bruise <laughs> i was like you're just not repeating not. me i have the bruise okay she said we didn't have much growing up. There was no time for individuals with six kids in the family. I don't remember that much about my childhood, she says. At school, they didn't pay no attention to me. I could act up, and then I was either sitting in the principal's office or the hallway. It's not that bad. At 16, Lois married a man her mother says would not get a job. So I worked as a waitress at French Lick Hotels, says Thacker. Really? I couldn't read the menu, so I worked a lot of banquets the people looked at us like trash. I had to steal food and clothes because I had no other resources.
3: Dang. Yeah. We should look and see if that place is haunted. It is. Have we already talked about it?
2: No, but we need to. Okay. Place is cool, though. I haven't been to it. I
3: have. I went on a field trip in college. It was actually pretty what? cool. Yeah. Where? The French Lake West Baden Hotel. Oh. And uh, My mom
1: likes that place it's
3: it's cool it's really
2: cool i feel like our patreon donor monica actually might be from jasper and has also mentioned that hotel yeah no it's it's really cool mm-hmm. yes i want to plus look you into can that.
3: bathe in the sulfur or something and, Ooh,
2: yeah to cleanse my inner demons mm-hmm. Hmm. what
1: <laughs> i don't know why you said that it took me a second <laughs>
2: So Thacker's second husband was a man whom she says she had first slept with when she was 13. So this is the man, John, that she just killed. He was abusive to my children, she says. He molested my four-year-old daughter, but my cousin is who killed him. So later on, after she's been convicted, she's saying, like, this is why, because he was molesting my daughter is why we killed him, which I don't believe is true. She's just saying things. Nobody was ever given no money, and I was not there when he was killed. I was passed out from painkillers from a hysterectomy. <laughs> okay, a month later, Judge Songer sentenced Lois Thacker to death for killing her husband.
3: She didn't try very hard not to convince. Him.
2: No, but it's such a weird, like, because we talked about Paula Cooper, who was sentenced to death. This woman—it was the next woman to ever be sentenced to death. Really, but think about what Paula Cooper did. Like, it was violent, bloody. Stabbing, mm-hmm. and this woman was laying in a trailer while two other men, three other men, killed her husband. It's really far removed, and is still get the death penalty. Which I thought it's the they don't like the lying in wait thing. It's an aggravating factor. Mm-hmm. The, the I was waiting for you to walk by so I could kill you type thing.
3: I'm surprised I didn't like. I don't know. I thought that's. I thought it was going in the direction like they thought it was a buck.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been a much better thing.
3: Yeah, because I thought it was a, a d- deer. I, they they shot him with the deer slugs. Yeah, so I thought that's the direction it they was going. They should
2: have been wearing all that orange. Yeah,
3: and been out. However, and it wouldn't have made cops. sense to they be on the road. They should have
1: put like Christmas antlers on him. Like he was wearing these on his head.
2: He had <laughs> antlers on. I thought he was a damn near buck. but deer thing. <laughs> it's not our fault.
1: I walked out and I said, "He's coming right for us." <laughs> 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 that's
2: so part. But in July of 1990, Indiana Supreme Court voted to overturn the sentence, saying insufficient evidence existed to warrant the death penalty. Like what I was saying, I was like, "Man, you can get the it death penalty does seem just like by a that." guilty though. Yeah, yeah, it did kind of seem like a stretch. She was resentenced to 40 years in prison for murder, plus another 20 years for aggravated circumstances. James Hart was convicted on a lesser charge of burglary in a plea agreement and served five years of a 10-year sentence, being released in 1991. Donald Buchanan was sentenced to 30 years for conspiracy to commit murder and was released in 2001. Matthew Music was sentenced to 45 years for his role in the murder and was released in 2008 after serving 22 years. Uh, Lois Damn. told reporters, I've always had a fear of being by myself. I want somebody for companionship. I don't know if I could stand being in a cell by myself.
3: I don't think you won't be alone, honey.
2: Nope, they stack them deep, so <laughs> Lois then remarried for a third time, to a man who is evidently not intimidated by her history of marital dysfunction. An 80-year-old man who is older than her father. (laughs) Their marriage consists of weekly visits at the Indiana Women's Prison. When his health allows it, they are planning to live together when she gets out. Lois met him through a fellow inmate. He's how old? 80. Lois met him through a fellow inmate after seeing his picture. His eyes attracted me, she says. So much sadness in those eyes. I wanted to take it away. That's called the light in someone's eyes. And then when you (laughs) kill them, that light goes away. That's what that is. (laughs) Lois says she has children in heaven and on earth. She has lost both unborn and adult offspring, though two of her children survive. A 35-year-old son with acute diabetes is unable to work and lives with Thacker's mother. He has served time in prison for car theft and her 20-something daughter, Tammy, who is also incarcerated at the Indiana Women's Prison, convicted of drug offenses. So they can hang out. Mm -hmm. Lois won parole on April 5th, 2013 after serving 23 years of her once death sentence. Damn. I know. So she out. Yep. She out and about. That's all I got, though. She's out out
3: there skiing at Paoli Peaks. Paoli Peaks. (laughs) (laughs) The bunny hills.
2: (laughs) Interesting. Yep, there wasn't. So has there know, ever been a woman that's actually died? No, in Indiana, we have not executed a woman, and it is Deborah Brown. That's
1: sexist. Yeah,
2: a little bit at maybe. its finest. Deborah Brown is on death row. Death, but it's in Ohio. She it was across several state murder, I think, with her boyfriend. So the one. Is so, she
3: uh, was tried in federal court.
2: No, she's in Ohio, and I don't know if she's still on death row in Ohio or not. I know it's the death of like a seven-year-old girl yeah. is why she's there. Good. So if someone should have been executed, it probably would have been her. But that I don't think she. I don't know if she will be. What the you know because it's a minimum almost of fifteen years on death row, even if you even are executed because there's it it so many appeals, right? But so there wasn't a show about this. I won't have any extra audio clips. Murderpedia had her on there. But the information was just some of her appeals saying, you know, that it's not right that she got the death penalty because of aggravating circumstances, like lying in wait when she wasn't even lying in wait. So it wasn't even the appeal paperwork wasn't all that informative. All this came from the Notorious 92 book. Mm. Andrew Stone. Andrew Stoner. One of the two. And an Indianapolis Monthly article. It was an English teacher that was teaching English at the Indiana Women's Prison. It would have been the same time I was working there. But I i don't know if I would have... I wouldn't have recognized... I recognized teachers, but I wasn't taking English classes. I was tutoring women in the prison that were taking the English classes <laughs> and going, I'm not really like built for tutoring. But <laughs> I would still give them... I would give them other homework. So she, they, she, they might have been going to the class that this woman wrote this article about talking to lois thacker because she came up to her and was like i'm getting out soon like there is a weird thing when people that are gonna get out soon they start to act different because they're excited to leave but also this woman's been in prison like for you know since 1986 to 2013 so she was coming up to this english teacher being like what's facebook explain this to me and the teacher's like man like this is not what i'm here for i don't
3: let him uh, watch
1: the social network. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'll explain
2: it. So she wanted her to like explain life outside, and she didn't. You would have be- missed so much development in technology. Mm-hmm. And the teachers like, you can't friend people. On Facebook, like anyone I had contact with in the prison, I wasn't allowed to write to them. They weren't allowed to know who I, like what my address was on the outside. Of course not. Or Facebook, if they got out to to friend me, which never happened. It didn't. I wasn't really there. I was well, I was there almost six months. This woman was teaching English. And, and the, she was talking about the self-defense classes they took to be teachers there. I was like, fuck, I didn't take a self-defense class to be and there. They weren't <laughs>
3: worried about you.
2: They're like, she's fine.
3: She's not even getting paid, so.
2: But this woman, (laughs) you know, she came in illiterate, I believe. So they actually had to teach him how to read and write, which is sad. Where are you going at with this English teacher? uh, She's the one who wrote the article set about Thacker talking about getting out and that her her husband was molesting their four-year-old daughter. So it was her experience at the women's prison, like. Is what the article is about in the Indianapolis Monthly. And in that Thacker didn't want to be called on during class because she was dyslexic. And I was like, bitch, same. Bitch <laughs> Say, same. It, you know, they didn't care in high school. No, either. they don't care in prison either. <laughs> so she shared a lot of the same. Like, I was trying to picture where she might have been. And if all I can think is that some of the women on our unit might have gone to be tutored to, you know, to learn English from her. Mm-hmm. That's sad. I don't know where she is now. We don't want to. Not really. Hopefully she didn't kill that. Well, the 80-year-old probably died on his own. That's what, Okay, he so can't she be got old. out in
3: 2005, but...
2: No, 2013. 2013? He was 80 years old in 2013.
3: Oh, he could still be yeah, going.
2: could. Could be. I don't know how much money he had that he was leaving her. Uh, he sh- he could have lied. And not his kids. Not like she knew him. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else?
3: No.
1: Nope. You did all right. Mm-hmm. It was just...
3: I think I could have executed this better. Because like, I was like, why didn't they just say they were hunting or something?
2: Oh, I think maybe it you could have told ax- the story hey, better than thought. me. I'm
3: like, no, I was no, like, go no, oh,
2: well, next time you do something. it. No, I'm thinking just like, there was many other ways they could have taken this. Just an accident, a hunting accident. There is something about that in Canada where a woman murdered, I think it's Canada, murdered her husband and they were experienced hunters and stuff. And it was like, I was shooting. I didn't know he was out there. In the wilderness while I was hunting.
1: That's and why you're supposed to wear orange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
2: I think, I don't know the the details about that, but I think, and in Canada, they'll, they're will they not as stringent sometimes. And she might have been from the U.S. and they don't want them to be extradited if you're not, you have to agree, we will not sentence them to the death if we're going to extradite you. Because oh. the Canadians don't like the death penalty. But in America, we do.
3: I think it takes a lot to get there
2: that's why this one felt weird it was like man she i mean it was wrong maybe they were
3: just like we're gonna try this again Mm -hmm. but then it didn't work out
2: no and to be sentenced to death and then the last time the other one paula cooper we talked about she got out too yeah and then so it's like you're sentenced to death and it's like okay well now it's obviously then you're gonna spend life in prison if it's not if you didn't get convicted to death but no but no you get out still so your death sentence can become did they spend
3: time on death row
1: though Probably, yeah, And they're gonna
3: say that it's considered time served, I'm sure. Cause isn't it worse to be on death row or something? Um, it's
1: different. You have different. to spend more time in your cage, don't you? Yeah, it's different. You have like, less it's privileges. Like Three hours in, one hour out. Yeah. So, or at least I guess I think that's how it is in Indiana. Yeah, I'm sure it probably, it's different everywhere. But yeah. they could have
3: been taking that into consideration.
2: Yeah, it's still every 12 hours is a day. So that's how she got out early. Mm-hmm. Man, how do I make it for every 12 hours I spend is a day? That's not that's not what you want. It reminds me of Hermione with like that time spending thing. She could go to like several places at once, mm-hmm. so she had more than twenty
3: four hours in a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So you, you don't done? want you don't want your time to be subtracted. I don't understand why you're saying that. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> How do I get it to
3: be my twelve hours as a day? What do you mean? Maybe I want the
2: day to be shorter so I can go to bed sooner. I'm still not understanding okay. this. I didn't say it made sense. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's it. I that, think that's We it. got anything else? Mm-mm. Interesting. Mm-mm. Don't sleep with your sister's husbands. <clears throat> <clears throat> you don't have to worry about that.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you sickos? Sick. So sick.
1: Uh-huh. Like you could do any better, Carla. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there.
3: I have done better. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> and for honest to goodness, stay, stay out, out of the, the corn. corn. Christmas corn. Christmas corn. Ew.
4: That's horrible.
2: That's true.
3: So strange. Usually. I can't imagine what that's like. Do you want to? That could never happen to me. It might. Lock him away. He's
2: pure evil or insane or human. My name's Kate. I have worked as a forensic psychologist, as well as in prisons, and as a crisis clinician. My job was to figure out who gets locked up and who gets a key to find the humanity in inhumane situations. So, are you sure you really want to know?
3: Yeah, maybe.
2: Because by the
0: end of the episodes, you just might end up thinking...
3: I felt better before I knew that.
2: You can find me at IWB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, sometimes Instagram, or you can email me at IWB at gmail.com.